Springfield, Missouri has an average surface wind velocity comparable to Chicago, Illinois, right here in Windy City, Springfield, Missouri. Live to a hard drive from the 16th floor of the Hammonds Tower. It's America's number one podcast about restaurants in Springfield, Missouri. My name is Dan Howell. My name is Andy Carr, and Dan... I'm a little sleepy today. Oh, is that right? <laughs> I haven't been resting. Oh, really? Um, perchance, is there a reason why? I just lay up nights thinking about the fact that I have not yet visited every single restaurant wow. in Springfield, Missouri. Wow. And of course you do, because that's our mission statement here on the podcast, Spring Food Mo. I forgot to say the name of the podcast yeah. in the intro. And tell people that they're listening to it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... I, th- I think the rest of it I did pretty well. You did though. a good job. I thought I, you know, yeah. better than most times I've tried it. <laughs> it was a last second decision too. It's oh, like, yeah. Dan, you take it. Yeah, it was a it was a total. Um, what do they call it in football? Uh, when you uh, calling an audible? We oh, call yeah, it an yeah. audible. Yeah, They're asking where's all my audio books? <laughs> you know, when you I call wasn't going to do it. I, 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 that that light also went off in my head. Dan, I was like, ah, I don't think so. <laughs> Anyway, uh, thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Spring Food Mo. Wow. The podcast we already introduced. <laughs> it kind of sounds like you're outroing the show now. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe I should be. <laughs> yeah, shortest one ever. <laughs> we have a guest with us today. Wow. Uh, back for the first time in not that long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Welcome back, Shay Rainey. Hi. Wow. Hey, uh, thanks for having me, Dan Andy. Dan and Andy. Dandy. 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 Dandrew. Dandrew. I like that one. Yeah. <laughs> I like Dandrew. I'm name my kid Dandrew. two episodes. Mm-hmm. We've been through the portmanteau names. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Shay? Um, not much. Uh, got out, got some sun. Uh, shout out to Culture Counter. Went and had Ooh. some... Uh, some tasties from there. Got real healthy on some beets. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, now I'm ready for a nap. So I also wow. went to count Culture Counter this week. And uh, Tower Club listeners will hear about that on Friday. Wow. Nice. When Dan and I uh, do our uh, monthly What You Eatin' episodes. I'm we so excited. All the new restaurants that opened in town. Every single one. <laughs> we, we And we never miss one. And if we ever did... And, that restaurant's probably closed now because <laughs> they didn't get the valuable what you eat in Tower Club coverage. How'd you like Culture Counter? I liked it quite a bit. It was so fresh, uh, super fresh. We got to taste and try uh, three different ice creams, mm. and Ooh. they were ridiculously good. Um, so I'm all sugar all the way. Now I'm crashing pretty hard, <laughs> crashing pretty hard now. But it's great. Uh, I uh, encourage everyone to check it out and grab some uh, produce up. Anything you can, really. Yeah. Did I like the ice cream there? Listeners, you'll just have to wait till Friday wow. to hear. Wow. <laughs> Won't even give an inch. Not, not even the slightest preview. I don't know what's going to happen. From uh, the look on his face, I think he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> we we got to really pique their interest, Andy. He, he's uh, waving his hand across his nose like it, it stunk. I will say that I have been twice, and I'm going to talk about both those trips, and I feel like I need to go one more time. <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> the turkey. Yeah. So $5 a month to subscribe to the Tower Club. You get two extra episodes a month. Uh, this month, half of it is going to Ozark's mm-hmm. Food Harvest, as it does every month. And then the other half, we're donating to some sort of Black Lives Matter organization. We don't mm-hmm. know what yet, but that's what's going to happen. So subscribe to the Tower Club. Listen to more dumb stuff. What an <laughs> absolutely good. great value you get there. Uh-huh. Wow. <laughs> 
two episodes, five dollars. And you know what? I a promise. Healthy next conscience. Ep- this week's episode, which we haven't recorded yet, gonna be three hours long. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We're we're gonna start to get into uh, like Lord of the Rings extended <laughs> cut territory soon with those this episodes. This isn't true, just for the record. Shay, hey. did you know that you are now our guest with the most appearances? On the podcast Spring Food Mo, four out of those 102 beautiful episodes. Uh-huh. Oh my God. I don't know who to even start out thanking. <laughs> I don't even know. The list is so long. I hope I, it's me. Yeah. Well, number one, thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> thank you, Jesus. This would not be possible without him. Won't he do no, it? but wow, that's really cool. I hope for everyone, <laughs> I hope my voice is listenable enough for four times, but I'd like to make it 10. No, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you're Goals. on lock for at least twice a year, <laughs> and for this year, three times. Uh, so. so easy. I think Sarah Jenkins is your only competition. Mm-hmm. And she just Sarah Jenkins is strong competition in every arena that is life, Springfield life, <laughs> beyond. And she just happened to sneak onto her partner's episode. We didn't have her book. She just <laughs> snuck in, and that's how she got in for that's three. That's how you do it. That's like that King of the Epi- <laughs> uh, Hill episode with uh, Min and Peggy trying to do the uh, blood drive. I'm going to be oh, up yes. right there with my mug <laughs> and my, my bandage. It's like, I got my mug. Oh, I love King of the Hill, Andy. Let's go over our favorite King of the Hill bits <laughs> right now. I mean, I, I think it you might be out, out in the cold on this. <laughs> well, what a wild week in Springfield, Missouri. Oh, sure has been. <laughs> yeah, I forgot all about this, actually. We I'm got so excited. It's all the, all the blowback we got from our last episode with the <laughs> yes. podcast oh, from Springfield. Yeah. Actually, oh, yeah. we got none. Yeah. We had like... They not really shouldn't have been controversial, but, you know, we got pretty into it with those guys and didn't even mention on our episode. Mm-hmm. We were on their show last week. Uh, we recorded those two episodes of those two shows back to back. So go check it out if you're interested in hearing us uh, get pretty serious. Yeah. And uh, it is it is more explicit than uh-huh. uh, than uh, Spring Food Mo is. There's there's some some cuss words in there. But I, uh, I didn't even mean to. It just happened because I got fired up. Yo, Dan. Yeah, we, man. We. Shay, last week we had all the boys in here. You can probably still feel the energy. <laughs> I do feel the energy. The boy energy was palpable. I'm Five buzzing. of us boys in here <laughs> just getting Couple buck mates. wild. Andy Couple took brush. his shirt off. Ooh, we, the boys came to play. Swung around his head like a helicopter. <laughs> North Carolina? <laughs> Come on and raise up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you said something about that. I wasn't sure what you were talking about. Raise up those monuments. <laughs> oh, Tear down the monuments. That's what I mean. I like, think. raise, R-A-Z-E. Oh, oh wow. wow. Okay. Wow. It works on so many levels. Okay, but I guess we got to talk about two hotties. We don't have to. <laughs> oh, wow. But you, you were the one that wanted to, Dan. Oh, my goodness. I, I yeah, I... I wanted to talk about this on the show before the story had even fully right. developed. Okay. It's, it's had so many twists and turns. Uh-huh. Well, initially, that poster came out, and for people that don't know, the Outland was uh, is is already out of business, and somebody bought it, and they put up this really tacky poster that that looked like <laughs> everyone thought it was fake. Like it, it had been around for I think thirty six hours before people <laughs> figured out that it was real. And it looked, it was all clip art. Like everything on it was clip Dang. art. Like you can go to Google Images and find everything that shows up on that poster. I know this because I did it. You, you found the mean yeah. bulldog. I did the, find the mean the bulldog. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I think we should use that for some and, Spring Food Mo promo art. Come to find out, this this dude legitimately 
made a deal to buy the place and turn it into juggalo venues. <laughs> I, 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 I think that juggalo might... themed. That may be a little insulting to Juggalos. Did you yeah. see the official Juggalo statement that came out? Oh, no. You, the, the Juggalos responded to this. Really? They were like, this has no place in our fam. Wow. Okay. Yeah. We'll have to read that. At some, you'll have to check okay. it out. I was talking to somebody about this the other other night. Like, Juggalos, weirdly progressive. Weirdly well, progressive. They, they kept you, on... I saw a shirt going around online uh, for Juggalos. It, it was like the great pachinko... Uh, Burning, burning confederate a flag. confederate yeah. flag we don't need to say what it said on the back <laughs> and uh, that was making the rounds that's a shirt from 1998 i found yeah. out wow. yeah so they, they've been about uh mm-hmm. progress wow. i'm just gonna give a shout out to my listener colin when i was talking to somebody last night i, I found the famous uh juggalos for bernie page wow and it says colin and so many other thousand people like this and i <laughs> texted him the uh screenshot of that but that's a real thing anyway juggalo bar was gonna the, the outland was gonna turn into a juggalo uh, entertainment venue with Jester Sports Bar, Eight Seconds Saloon, Eight Seconds of course. Uh, I think how juggalos long you're supposed to be would on a clown on uh, <laughs> Jester Sports Bar. I didn't even mean uh, yeah, to connect those sure. two things. And and Eight Seconds Saloon. This is more of a Kid Rock venue. Yeah, I would say uh, like b- both that. from the Detroit area. Wow, um, I think one way cooler. Um. Dan had the idea to come on, I'm sorry, to invite the bulldog uh-huh. onto yeah. the show. Yeah, but, you know, he got in some hot water, as we know, uh-huh. uh, from the part of the story coming up. So uh, par- apparently his his invitation was canceled by yeah. Andy. I, I never want to silence any voices <laughs> on the show. It's um, a regular Joe Rogan. <laughs> but, but, but Andy, of course, uh, did decide to to silence the bulldog's voice. He put a little, little, little muzzle on him. But, you know, the, the story's out about that. And uh, yeah. you can go read more about it if you want to. But I mostly thought the idea of having the bulldog on the show was hilarious. And that we needed to say, look, we weren't going to do that. We weren't going to go let this happen without us addressing it in the stupidest way possible. But yeah. Anyway, th- th- it's no longer happening. Yeah, I don't. Th- th- did we even forty-eight say that? hours of Springfield uh, investigative trolling uh-huh. and yeah, wow, yeah. community really showed up. The, for that the one. two yeah. hotties entertainment complex I think it is was no more. Stand-up comedian Tom Gray was the one that really oh, wow. spearheaded that whole thing because wow. like he shared it and his thing had like two hundred sixty-six shares. Ooh, so weird. anyway, I, I don't really I don't know that guy. I haven't met him, but we've talked on Twitter a little bit. Hmm. But cool to everybody that like. Kept, Shut that kept down. A, <laughs> kept a white supremacist from opening a bar in Springfield. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, that's definitely very cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Still so. want to meet that dog though. <laughs> <laughs> it's got its own clout. Maybe we, we should come on and like maybe he wasn't associated with it. No maybe idea. they used his maybe image. Maybe they used his likeness. Maybe, maybe we ought not get too much into this on the show. Maybe we should give him a call at the end and yeah. see. <laughs> just, just, it's just possible that we will. But anyway, um, I don't even know how far we are into the episode. So we're running the new computer and I forgot to turn the timer on. But Ooh. it feels like it's about time to wow. move on to our restaurant for today. 100 episodes ago, Dan, mm-hmm. we, uh, we reviewed uh, a place called Scully's Food Truck. Wow. And... Uh, it no longer exists. That that restaurant, Scully's Food Truck. But Sc- <laughs> Scully's, Scully, Scully's, Scully's Food Truck. truck. Sc- Scully's Food Truck <laughs> no longer exists. It's, yep. it's no more. Uh, R.I.P. A, a culinary obituary yeah. in store, maybe. Didn't get a didn't get a perfect rating, uh, but we liked it. I, I 
did give it a perfect rating for the for the record a uh, hundred episodes back, and then I. I amended the canon mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, later on to give it a yes. five out of five. Yes. But you groveled to the owners of said food truck uh, and, and begged them to forgive you. It just so happened wow. that this week, episode 102, exactly 100 episodes since our Scully's mm-hmm. food truck review, mm-hmm. Scully's Ramen began its first week uh, as a brand new brick and mortar business. Wow. I You know... I almost feel like I heard about Scully's opening a brick and mortar <laughs> business somewhere. Yeah. But I cannot remember when or where that was wow. announced. I actually do remember. It was November 2018 when they were right here with oh, us, really? the owners in, in this, the 16th floor in, in studio. In this very tower. Uh-huh. Wow. How'd you guys get them on the show? Well, uh, I've never even seen them before. Mysterious <laughs> folk. Mysterious That's, folk. That is so funny that you say that because I was just Googling Scully's today. And whenever you type Scully's ramen into Google, the picture that comes up is not of the food and not of the restaurant, but of Joe and Laura, arms around each Aww. other, each holding a beer in one hand. It is absolutely the sweetest yeah. thing that I've ever seen. It makes so me so happy. Cool. That sounds great. They need to take a new one at their new location so people don't drive to White River. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> they just look like two. It doesn't. If you don't know that it's them, you have no context for it. It just like looks like two really happy people, <laughs> satisfied customers. <laughs> I interrupted Dan. I think. Go ahead with what you were saying. Oh boy, Andy, I couldn't possibly grasp at what I was saying <laughs> only moments ago. Uh, but the point is, this week is, of course, a part of the Spring Food Mo Victory Lap. Pew pew pew. I was a little late. <laughs> Shay, you were very late on that one. Actually, so. no, she did a little tag on the end. It was good. Uh. Wow. I'm getting winded. So many laps. <laughs> yeah. How how long traditionally is a victory lap? I mean, isn't one lap around a racetrack one mile? So another mile? That's a lot. Really? It's a whole mile? Dang. I thought. Like a NASCAR? Well, I'm about to get in the NASCAR, so I need to know these specifics. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's the only sport that's, that's going to come all, back. That's all I got. So, Andy, now that we've redone the first episode, uh-huh. I, I went back and listened to the first episode canonically. It sucks. It's no good. It, I <gasps> kind of disagree, but I'm going to get into that later, actually. We'll talk about it in a little bit. Went back and listened to the second episode. Not much better. It's all right, but uh, <laughs> we're, we're doing them way better now. Yeah, we are. Especially those bonus episodes, but canonically the best ones. So does this mean that we're going to go through and do every single restaurant that we've done up until number 100 again? Because that seems like the trend. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think that's it. Okay. <laughs> oh, wow. Decide. Uh, I think, no, I think we'll just have one more victory lap after this. Wow. Just because uh, we put out our first three episodes on the, the, all at the same time mm-hmm. the first mm-hmm. day. And uh, they, they, we didn't give those restaurants uh, the same treatment that we gave literally every restaurant after that. The episodes yeah. got longer, the reviews got longer, and we mm-hmm. did real histories. And speaking of histories, uh, well, Dan did a really funny one on the second episode, which you can go back and listen to, mm-hmm. back when Dan did a little bit of research <laughs> for the show. I also, believe that was the last time. I think if you go back and listen, there was not a whole lot of research <laughs> put into it beyond things I already do. <laughs> well, I went and did a, a real history segment on wow. uh, Scully's food truck, which we're going to play right now. Beautiful. Scully's 
Ramen, which until recently was known as Scully's Food Truck, was opened by Joe and Delora Still in spring of 2017 with a little help from Joe's parents. A widely circulated press photo at the time featured Joe leaning out of the truck's front window with a huge smile. Articles featuring that photo were probably most people's first time seeing Joe's face, but for the small subsect of Springfieldians who had often headed out to bars to watch bands play over the last decade, that grin and gob looked pretty familiar. In 2008 and 2009, Joseph Still was making music under his own name, Joseph Still. In 2010, he released an album called Arc Love under the nom de plume JoJo. Unfortunately, the publicly available recordings from those projects were lost along with millions of others after a MySpace server failure in 2008, an occurrence we don't really talk about much despite that it was truly one of the most tragic and catastrophic losses of pop culture history ever. Millions of songs just lost to time now. Anyway, in the first half of the next decade, Joseph Still became a fairly prominent presence in the Springfield music scene, playing lead guitar alongside songwriter Levi Thomas in a sort of psychedelic punk band called Ghost Dance. That's the song 10 Million BC from Ghost Dance's 2013 self-titled album. They made a killer video for that song too, in which the band participates in some kind of primordial cultic ritual. There's a great shot in it of Joe spitting up blood. Uh, during the same period, Joe was also the singer and guitarist in a two-man band called Chris Gnarly, along with drummer and noted pizza connoisseur Ryan Sala. <laughs> Racing my truck boat truck number 13 junior down the candy cane. <laughs> I, I saw Chris Gnarly and the ghost dance a few times during that period. I'm pretty sure all those memories are hazy, but I remember it being a lot of fun. Sadly, playing ferocious rock and roll music does not pay the bills, at least not in Springfield, Missouri. It doesn't. Day jobs are required. Joe Still had a day job in the kitchen at Mama Jean's Natural Market, and that's where he met hot rod and skiing enthusiast Laura Grantham. I am 100% certain that Laura has her own interesting history leading up to this point, but those stories are not public in the same ways that Joe's stories are, and so that's why there's a disproportionate amount of time devoted to each of them here. Anyway, Joe and Laura got married in 2015, and a few years later, they were working together in the kitchen of a well-known downtown restaurant when something ultimately very fortunate happened to them. Uh, fortunate for all of us in town who liked eating great food, Joe and Laura got fired. Like so many restaurateurs we've talked about on this show, Laura and Joe decided they didn't want to have bosses anymore, and so they started their own business. The first attempt in November of 2016 was the wonderfully named Coop's Fresh Kitchen, a tribute to agent Dale Cooper from Twin Peaks. 
the hook at Coop's was fried chicken. An SBJ article reported that Coop's sold spicy chicken sandwiches, the Pops Spamwich, Brussels and bacon, veggie fritter wraps, and fried pickles. Coop's was way too cool for its location in a parking lot near the Walmart Supercenter at Sunshine and West Bypass, and it only lasted a few months. I wish I could go back in time and try everything on that menu before February of 2017 when Laura and Joe made the hard pivot to Asian-inspired cuisine, relocating to a weird spot on Tampa Street a little north of downtown and fully rebranding to the name of another iconic converted skeptic of 90s sci-fi TV, Scully's! The early Scully's menu was a little different than the one now. They had the wings, the ramen, the fries, and the wok bowls, but they also had even crazier and more experimental stuff too, including incredible crab beignets, a cross between a crab rangoon and a French pastry. They also had a bloomin' kimchi, battered and fried spicy pickled cabbage, which remains one of the most delicious food items I have ever eaten. In August of 2017, Scully's moved to the backyard of White River Brewery on Commercial Street, a much more practical location for a food truck. Diners could place an order, then go grab a beer while the crew prepared it. After a year or so, Scully's moved once again, finally landing in a permanent location in the booming Roundtree intersection of Pickwick and Cherry. On November 12th of 2018, Joe and Laura announced on this show their plans to move into a renovated brick-and-mortar location right next to where their food truck had been parked in the neighborhood. After over a year and a half of stalled construction and frustration and waiting, it has finally happened. Scully's food truck has emerged from the Black Lodge, reborn as Scully's Ramen in a building. Which is a building Which is on fire Wow, wow. A lot of new information in there. <laughs> Is I on? I hope not. <laughs> uh, do you want to share anything that you told us? <laughs> Absolutely not. It has nothing to do with Joe Still's previous life as a hippie. <laughs> now, I, whatsoever. D- I definitely remember seeing Joe in... Uh, Ghost Dance, well, and I, I yeah. saw him maybe a couple times in Chris Gnarly. You, famously among you and I, had Joe mixed up with the drummer right. of Ghost Dance because well, I think they had kind of a similar long hair, Mister mm-hmm. Mister yeah. Jesse. Uh, well, the thing is, um, I, I didn't know, I didn't put it together that he was in those bands until later. Like I met Joe with that episode and didn't realize it was wow. the same guy because wow, his hair really? had been cut. Yeah. But I definitely saw Ghost Dance. Might even have played with them. My, you know, my memories of those times are also foggy at this point that I don't really Purple know. Haze. But yeah. <laughs> that boy had some <laughs> it's more, of a, more of a yellowish amber haze for me. <laughs> but you know it was the color of his energy. <laughs> he did he had like a he had the his hair was always in front of his face and all you could really see is like a howling mouth mm-hmm. come out Scraggly from it, fella. So. Yeah. I didn't even know he had eyes for a long time. <laughs> but now he, you know, pulled up his pants. He's all settled down. <laughs> <laughs> he cut, put a shirt cut his on hair off. <laughs> I noticed start started cooking. Whenever we went up to Scully's the most recent time, Andy, the man had sleeves on. A shirt Whoa. with sleeves. Sleeves. Not like long sleeves, but 
Can I just ask like t-shirt sleeves? <laughs> yeah, just like regular t-shirts. Can Revolutionary. I can I ask, does his family work there as well? Like the whole his family? Mom, yeah. His mom, I knew that was his mom. I don't know how. She had an essence, but at one point she was talking to us and she's like, hey guys, you mind turning that down? She's like, they always have the music on real loud. And I was like, <laughs> I bet. Funny <laughs> His mom also had to tell me to turn my voice down because I was uh, shouting at uh, Jeremy at the front counter there trying to like tell him some really stupid story and she's like taking orders trying to get this brand new restaurant afloat and <laughs> just can't even hear anything. Rowdy kids, their chicken wings and their jokes. She was just the sweetest. Oh, she no, she no. took care Very of me. She took care of us the next night whenever we went and uh, yeah, really, really kind. And I, I could not get over the fact that I just think I've seen her somewhere else. I felt like I knew her from me somewhere too. else. Me too. Me yeah. too. Maybe it was in my dreams. I don't know. Yeah. It was not so sweet that Jeremy fellow I was just talking about. That is a, that's a sour boy. He spices he spices things up. He's that spicy sass. I love talking to Jeremy. I, of course, I'm kidding. Has Jeremy been on the show yet? Yeah, really. He was on the hero for fucking. Wow, really? Oh yeah. yeah, that's right. He was here for the big announcement. Oh my goodness. I I yeah yeah I, I love Jeremy and uh, even though he's a, a little a little sour puss. <laughs> <laughs> He's my saucy boy, my oh sassy boy. girl. <laughs> well, let's talk about the inside of the new place. Uh, it's really cool in there. It's mm -hmm. pretty bright uh, white, and they have you know windows in the front, <laughs> as, as you do. They've got cool uh, paintings and stuff on the walls, or maybe not paintings, all of them, but there's like photos and also some... Uh, uh, <laughs> what do you call it whenever you cut, cut all the other stuff and put it on? Yeah. Oh, a collage. Collage. Oh, yeah. Well, yes. One of my favorite ones that I saw, uh, it was like, do you see superheroes? But then they had a picture of J.R. Top stuck in there, too, from Sweetwater <laughs> Abilene. That's great. The pilot whale. <laughs> really enjoyed seeing that. That was fun. Yeah, yeah. It's got a great feel in there. Lovely, like, uh, you mentioned the windows in the front. Mm-hmm. But they're really nice. A nice uh, grid of windows. Yeah. Real heavy it's door. Open, yeah. mm -hmm. it, they have a little bar that goes across the front facing the window. So you can sit at this bar, hopefully, once you know people mm -hmm. are allowed to sit at bars. Um, this is recorded in uh, summer 2020. People listening in the future. Mm -hmm. Go ahead and look up what was happening <laughs> right there. And just like, prepare to get real, real sad. <laughs> <laughs> but it'll be real neat because you'll be able to look over across Cherry at Cherry Picker and Emo's and all the other places. It's going to be a real good spot for, for people watching, which is, you know, what we nice people call stalking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Anyway, cool space. Congratulations on them for opening and designing a really neat little area i can't wait to see what it's like once you know everybody's allowed to, to dine in we got a little uh we got special treatment we got Shed. to go inside <laughs> we did we uh they saw us and they're like they gave us the nod uh -huh. the, the classic nod to come in and uh we went in and we we're popping champagne bottles <laughs> they were i was watching them from outside like a little oliver twist <laughs> ch yeah. child just <laughs> like, hello it Any bones to spare? <laughs> <laughs> there were bones. Yeah. Bones in that ramen stock. <laughs> Slid them under the doorway. <laughs> should we get into the food, I Andy? think we probably should get into the food. Shay, can we get a second on that? Yeah. I'm, let's do it. <laughs> Shay has seconded, <laughs> and now we may move on to the food. There's pretty much four items that you can get in different variations there. I guess they're going to have a salad and some dessert. Nice. But the main things you can get there are... Chicken wings, wok bowls, ramen, and fries. Wow. Loaded fries. Wow. And I'm assuming that we all tried different 
variations of those things, right? I think we probably about covered the spread. Yeah. Let's start with those wings. Those wings. Dan's good chicken wing. Yeah. Dan ordered us some whenever we all went together or sort of in staggered. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, stair, we stair stepped. Uh, we, we arrived within moments of each other. Yeah. Uh, Andy, I got the sticky habanero wings. Mm. And boy, I got to say, they were pretty sticky. They yeah. Sticky. Yeah. I made sure to rub them all over my hands <laughs> and like I would put my hands together and see like how how much they would uh pull and uh really like gorilla glue. Um it, <laughs> it was yanking. Sounds bad, Dan. I also ate them, and I don't think I would describe them as yanking gorilla glue. Glue. <laughs> yeah, maybe it wasn't quite that sticky, uh, but it was nice and spicy. Yeah, it had a good kick to it, but not like not so bad that it. Uh huh. It, it didn't even give me any forehead sweat, I yeah. don't think, but definitely lit my mouth up. You guys both had the chance to yeah. try yeah, those too. Absolutely. It was uh I I'm I'm a big fan of spicy, but I can't handle it, mm. so it's all just torturous. <laughs> um but these wings, I usually stay away from habanero. 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 I'm not gonna even try it. Sure. Habanero. But uh this had like that habanero kick. And had a little bit of the spice, but not in an overwhelming way. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate it. I went back and got some more later. Yep. So, yeah, they were great. Yeah. I liked them a lot, too. I really liked the heat level because it is pretty spicy, but it also doesn't, like, compound. You know how a lot of times yeah. whenever you uh, eat the same spicy flavor over and over, then you start getting sweaty and hot? Yep. Yeah. It sticks around, but it didn't get worse. Yeah. And I'm not sure how that's achieved exactly. I'd love to talk to Joe about it. I don't think we'll ever have an opportunity to talk to them. No, again, I, don't, I don't know if I'll ever see Joe or Laura, mm-hmm. either of them, ever again uh, um, after this episode. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've tried like the curry rub and some of their other wings, too, and they're all delicious. I do think that these new habanero ones are probably my favorite. Yeah, these are brand the new to I've the tried. menu yeah. for are the they? opening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. What did they have the... Um, um, just like a hot spicy wing before, kind of maybe a little red sauce. I and think they, they just the had the other two, the, the like uh, spiced curry and then blackened the, something. Yes, uh, blackened the garlic. Other, yeah, yeah, the yeah, blackened yeah. garlic. So I had only tried the blackened garlic. So this was two different, two new things for me. You all, you got the spiced curry one of the, one yeah, of the, the times ne- the went next this day week. that I went. <laughs> <laughs> the next time I went, yes, I tried. I went out, I, you know, got out of my box and tried something different. And it was really great, too. Super good. You know what I really liked about them is the uh, the like chicken skin. They're not necessarily like heavily breaded, but the chicken skin gets a real nice crisp to it. I, I, I'm, mm-hmm. a, I'm a fan. Yeah. yeah, it's almost like they know what they're doing here. <laughs> I, you know. All I'm saying is, is I've seen the folks that work back there, and uh, it's it's the blind leading the blind. <laughs> <laughs> I have heard that they listen to the show in the kitchen <laughs> at Scully's. I just want to thank them for listening to the show and for making delicious food and apologize for Dan's Ab- abhorrent statements. Uh, li- I'm not saying the food's not good. It's excellent, obviously, but true, absolute Neanderthals. Every single one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Never that seen that music smile. video where they're in the caveman days and doing stuff, uh, that's a documentary. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> In the caveman uh-huh. days. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, anybody else try a walk bowl? Walk bowl. Oh, yeah. I yeah. Did. Absolutely. I, did. I absolutely did. All right. So I ordered a miso peanut walk bowl, which had not been on the menu for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, they used to do miso peanut sauce. 
uh, back in the first Tampa Street location, and it may not have been there since then, or it may have been later, but... The Roundtree location, the word peanut wasn't showing up on the menu. Was that back whenever they had the Bloomin' Kimchi? Yes, it was. Wow, I wonder if we'll ever get a chance to ask oh. Joe or Laura about the Bloomin' hey. Kimchi. See <laughs> when they were on here <laughs> a year and a half ago, uh-huh. they said they would, they would try it again at the new location. Or maybe that was one of the other two times they've been on <laughs> since then. <laughs> All right, so I got the miso peanut wok bowl with a smoke, smoked pork shoulder, stir-fried with uh, those thick lo mein noodles, bok choy, carrots, and onions. Wow. There are also some peas in there, thin-sliced radishes, and cilantro. I uh, haven't tried the rice there in a long time. I always get it with the noodles, but you have the choice of rice or noodles. I think you're a big rice guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm also... Steamed rice is my thing. Okay. See, I go fried rice. Okay, so awesome. We got the full three musketeers sure. over here. I, I've always gone with the noodles. It's the same noodles they put in the ramen, but they're fried in the wok bowl, so they, mm. they fry them up. And they're cut uh, a little shorter. I yeah, would think they're I, full ramen length. Oh, okay. I, At I least, had not processed that. I, I don't know. I, I didn't have the noodles this time. Well, I, I, I kind of thought that they were maybe cut shorter. Yeah. I'm sorry. Now I feel not. like I missed out. They, I'm sorry. They're so good. Um, these are not like the thickest ramen noodles you'll you'll ever find. Like some places do them very, very thick. There's just somewhere in between like a low main. They're, they're thicker than your average low main noodle. Sure. But they're, you know, not skinny like a like a spaghetti or something. <laughs> they're pretty they're medium thick how about that sorry i was uh, just thinking of like the notorious big song and thinking about saying thicker than your average low main noodle and okay. i just couldn't get it out of my head and you were talking at me and i was like what uh? i think <laughs> cooking them on the walk gives them a little bit of a little bit of like you know that smokiness uh they're really rich and they got kind of that weedy flavor to them too i love i just love these noodles so much uh, the pork shoulders uh, shredded. It's pretty dry, but in a good way because it's a nice contrast with the moistness of all the other components after they've uh, been fried. You know, not all of it's fried. Some of it's fried. Some of it's not. A lot of those veggies are put on top. Mm-hmm. Some of the uh, veggies are pickled. Uh huh. Uh huh. This this tasted fantastic. I meant to stop halfway through uh, my meal and I just take the rest <laughs> home. I just kept going. I observed that's that. happened uh, yeah, to I me watched. before uh, many mm-hmm. times. I'm just like, all right, just one more bite. One more bite. No, no. Like, I'm done. pretty disciplined about this. <laughs> And it does not happen very often. I'm just like, ah, who cares? <laughs> I don't care if I get full. I don't care if I get sick. I'm going to experience as much pleasure in this very moment as possible. I'm eating the rest. And yeah, yeah, Dan can attest. I'm a pretty slow eater. And we just sat there, just kept going. Oh, yeah. yeah just, just driving it in. You know, if you ever want, like, I could bring her, like, a spray bottle or something and hit you in it, <laughs> hit the nose with it. Wait, wait, wait. Whenever, you, whenever you're oh, beyond you, the limit, you've you're going to spray me. I thought you were, like, going to bring a spray bottle and just physically hit me with <laughs> the bottle on Anything the nose. Anything that works, whatever works, whatever works. Yes, yeah, you know, it's a, it, different strokes for different folks. Andy. <laughs> now, Dan, you and I were walking back to our cars, and I was like, you know, that was so good. But I don't think I, I, don't think I taste any peanut <laughs> dan gave me a little bit of intel that i wish i'd have had while i was eating yeah i mean after you had already <laughs> ordered and eaten most of it uh jeremy divulged to me that maybe they were lower out of peanut butter <laughs> uh, that day so uh uh that what a testament to the great flavor though that even without the peanut flavor that's normally in there still delicious yeah oh still awesome delicious. now in his defense um I, I can't hear anything ever. And I, I may I know I was in the room while this was happening, and so maybe he thought I could hear it. <laughs> sure. I certainly couldn't. <laughs> All right, let's get into the other wok bowls. What'd y'all try? Um, I had the pork on pork, 
uh, steam, steam rice wok bowl that Ooh. had all the fixings that usually comes with it. Um, I should have written them down because uh, they're all delicious. Um, but yeah, that uh, I try to stay away from pork slash swine, but it's impossible for me. If I go to a restaurant and I see there's a pork option, I'm probably going to eat it. And this pork was cooked to perfection. And not in the usual way that some porks are cooked where you're just eating it and you're like, I know I'm doing wrong right now. This was I was doing right. It's it got the so pulled good. pork and the pork belly. It does. Oh, that yeah. mix of textures. Isn't that is the so ramen? Good. No, I think you can, oh, you can get it for pork get it for, on oh, pork. Oh wow, okay. Yeah. I don't know if they just charge you for two proteins or Yeah, I well I never I don't I, I wonder am I maybe I'm confusing them. Either way, it was definitely some good uh-huh. pig. <laughs> There's some good pig going on. I'll eat all parts of it. Don't care. Don't tell on. Well, you, well, you got it. You know, yeah. you, you can't you can't leave any of those pig parts to waste. Yeah, I gotta use all the pig parts. <laughs> <laughs> Testing and testing. <laughs> Evergreen podcast. Oh man, no inside jokes ever. We're getting there. <laughs> We're going closer and closer. Big fan of the pork on pork wok bowl. Yeah, mm. well, I'll have uh, to yeah. go do that. Then. It was great. I think uh, usually. Um, I only tasted the ramen for the first time the last like maybe couple of months. Uh I never had it before. I don't know. I'm always really weird and picky about having to uh, assemble my dishes. But the ramen they have there, it's assembled for you. You just pour the soup in. I was like, if I could have known I was going to be this lazy the whole time myself, I would have been doing this a lot more. when you look at those wok bowls, you say, what is this, an Ikea? (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) No kidding. I keep those bowls. I keep those bowls. Where are my directions? (laughs) (laughs) They they send you home with a full radish and a parrying knife. (laughs) Dude. My wok bowl was the sriracha garlic fried rice wok bowl with lemon grass beef. Mm. Sriracha garlic is the uh, spiciest. Well, and I feel like it's the normal wok bowl flavoring that they had prior yeah. to opening back up. They also have just a house soy one uh, that was on the menu, but that just sounded a little plain to me. So I went with this. I already knew that I really liked this wok bowl. It's I, I hadn't had the lemongrass beef yet, but it, of course, had some pickled carrots, radish, green onion, lemongrass. I think it also had some peas on there. You said mm. peas, and that made me think that maybe I missed those. There's just yeah, so much going on. That's what those little green balls were. <laughs> oh, no, I'm thinking of something else entirely. <laughs> Thick cuts of tender seasoned beef with, well, hopefully our, our listeners of, are, are over a certain age because they might not get this. But these, these cuts of beef, they had this piece of fat off of them, like a, like a hanging chad of fat. Oof. It's 2004. Yep. They were right. 2000. <laughs> oh, was it 2000? Yeah, yeah, oh, that's right. It was the OG. Albert yeah. Gore. Yes. <laughs> Mr. Albert Gore, inventor of the internet. That might sound like a negative that these had the piece of fat hanging off of them, but it melted in your mouth. Like there, there was plenty of just good melty fat throughout the actual cuts, but so many of the pieces had just literal fat cap hanging on them that just melted into like the ramen oil almost mm-hmm. it, it was it was so cooked so well uh the actual and i was rice. like dan that's not the kind of cap you put on your head <laughs> <laughs> he kept putting the fat cap on his head Where have you gotta get yeah. i know it's greasy like uh-huh. your head is that's uh-huh. not where it goes though yeah. 
Oh, that's why my head's so dang greasy. <laughs> Sounds good to you me. Got so much fat Get those oils in there. there, that good fat. Mm. I think we just need to give everyone listening a, a time to t- calm down from their laughter. I <laughs> <laughs> After that. Let's observe a moment of silence <laughs> for the podcast. I'm sorry, Dan. Go on. Oh, that that's basically all. The the fried rice was real lovely. Not not a super oily fried rice, which I don't mind. It leaves behind just a slight amount of oil in the actual tray there, but it's nice and sticky, spicy. Also, the wok bowls come with the yum yum sauce, which yum, yum neither sauce. of you mentioned. It's True. just orange, it's not delicious mayonnaise. Yum yum sauce. It's Laura's yum yum sauce. Oh, Laura, I, I love me. your yum yum mm-hmm. sauce. Excuse me. And Laura, if if you've got interesting stuff that you want me to redo in a bio, <laughs> <laughs> let me know because <laughs> I couldn't find your name in the paper. So <laughs> that's where I get this stuff. Uh, I got you know I may have misspoke back back earlier. Uh, of course, Laura, only one back there that looks like. She got an IQ over ten. <laughs> <laughs> it's so mean to these people I've never met. I'm so genuinely sorry. I love you all and your food so much. Yeah, You're get, all clearly intelligent. Get back to work. <laughs> but, but why don't you get back to your pans? <laughs> Clink, clank, clack. You know what I'm saying? We're real elitist podcasters. <laughs> oh, goodness. Walk bowl. That, that was all. It was good. Okay. It was excellent. So you want to talk a little bit about your steamed rice, Shay? Since you've got steamed rice in yours. What's that like? Is it sticky? It or is. It's, it honestly... Um, the last few times that I've gotten the steam rice, uh, sometimes, you know, they might be out or, but if I get a chance to get it, I get it everywhere. So I've tried all the steam rices. The consistency and texture of the steam rice is so great. Um, especially if you have any sort of yum, yum, like sauce mm. or it just mixes in so well with everything else and doesn't get in the way. I like that. I can't have my carbs get in the way too mm. much. I just like them to kind of be there for texture purposes. Okay. And this is perfect. The steamed rice is great. You guys did a great job. <laughs> See, for me, the, those little main noodles are like a vital component to what makes the wok bowl so good. To Everything me, in there the, is good. The but. fried rice is the exact same. Huh. I like That's what I love about it. it it's, uh, it's pretty wild. What a versatile we're, dish. We're all so different, and yet here we are uh-huh. coming together. <laughs> Diversity. Sure. <laughs> Diversity. Be- be- beautiful snowflakes <laughs> in so many senses. Let's move on to the ramen portion of the program wow. for today. Two ramen here. <laughs> I'll let you <laughs> label yourself. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm definitely a ramen. I am not. Yeah, definitely. All um, right. <clears throat> I tried the shroom and foo ramen, mm-hmm. and it's. I don't typically get ramen. I'm a more of a wok bowl person, and I don't think this was the first time I've gotten it, but it might very well have been. It's not going to be the last. I can tell you that. Ooh, yeah. Like I said, I got the shroom and foo, smoked tofu, shiitake mushrooms, dried seaweed, and herb oil served with assorted fresh and pickled veggies, which to mine eye included. <laughs> That was added. That is not in my notes, by the way. Just want everyone to know. I said yeah, straight off the dome. to mine eye. <laughs> Another pause for uh-huh. applause. <laughs> uh, included carrots, radishes, and bok choy, served with hot broth. Uh, looks pretty much the same as a wok bowl before you put the broth in it. Um, 
agree, disagree? I'll agree about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah pretty much. Yeah, yeah. I guess since I get noodles for my wok bowl, that's my <laughs> perspective. The noodles are basically hidden. There's so many yeah. toppings on top. Yeah. But before you get that broth in there, mm-hmm. you can't even see the boys. Mm-mm. It does come with that container of broth that you pour over it. And if I have one complaint about this place at all, and I absolutely don't, it's that the container is just not quite big enough uh, to contain all the broth and all the other ramen components. But you know what? It's actually a positive because you're getting so much food. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. much. Um, I just feel bad for the tables because you got to clean those tables off. Oh, yeah. It's got to get brothy over there. (laughs) I mean, you you got just the broth that Jeremy's leaving behind from from his day-to-day broth (laughs) sipping. That's getting all over the place, and he slurps, so it's getting on the wall. It's like a crime scene in there. When he like, takes, how did it get up there? When he takes the restaurant over, they're calling the Uslurper. <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> so that's fantastic. <laughs> Too bad Jeremy's not going to understand that. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's not enough space for all that stuff in the main container, and it rules. It's so cool. Okay, that broth is is very thin, has a mostly smooth consistency, but has a little bit of like an oily heaviness to it as well, and it's packed with flavor. Mm. It hits that umami sense real hard, but also has like a little bit of earthiness to it as well. The broth gives you all the pleasure that you also get from like eating just eating a straight up mushroom, but it's a, it's like a hot black mushroom soup. Oh yeah, it's very. <laughs> The tofu texture is incredible as well. It's uh, similarly crispy to the fries, which we'll get to in a little bit. And uh, it's got, got good flavor for tofu. I'm not a big tofu person generally, mm-hmm. but it's, it's flavorful tofu for sure. Real smokiness to that. And I like the chewiness of it too. It's, it's oh, chewy, yeah. but it's not like hard to chew. Um, those bites are pretty good when you get, get, get all that mixed in there. Like everything in the bowl tastes great when it's permeated by the broth. That's like part of what's so fun about ramen. You could try all the different combinations of ingredients together. And they they all rule, and all of them complement each other. This is fantastic. It's so good, and uh, this one's vegetarian too. Yeah, you're making me want to give it, give up the the pig, give up the swine. I kind of want to sub in chicken. (laughs) I know. Always, I'm so greedy. Um, I'm like, I'll put the tofu with my chicken. Is that okay? It's not. What I didn't mention is got all those other toppings, but it also has like a bit, I assume it's not a handful, but just to tell the size, it's like a handful of thinly sliced shiitake mushrooms that have been grilled. Um, And they are so, so good. They have just a little bit of pepperiness to them in addition to the regular... Uh, mushroom flavor. They've and been marinated. In they've been marinated. Too. They're yeah. just packed wow. with flavor. They're unbelievable. It's just some of the tastiest stuff that I've, mm-hmm. I've had for the show. I could just snack on the mushrooms by themselves or just have a big old bowl of mushrooms. Mm. They yeah. are so good. Can't recommend trying this enough. And I'm sure they'd let you sub in some kind of, you know, real, some kind of meat if you wanted that instead of tofu. I don't know. I'm sure they would, but. It's what you could do without the tofu. It'd be awesome just with the mushrooms. I I love that tofu so much. Uh, in fact, I love it enough to have gotten it for this episode, Andy. <laughs> I thought that Chris Christopherson got it. Well, that's the thing. I of course tried some of her. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know if we've gotten this on the the latest episode. I think oh. it might have been bonus episode yeah. material. My girlfriend's now going by Chris Christopherson from the Blade movies. Uh, or. Chris Christopherson as Whistler from the Blade <laughs> series. Okay. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah. She got the Shroom and Fu ramen. I got to try a good amount of it. 
Maybe I didn't get a chance to go back. Mm. But I'll tell you, I I was trying to. I had to make a stop real quick at a friend's house. Uh-huh. And I was held up by that friend. I, I, it, the My trip to their house took too long. Do we need to do a call out? And I, no. Because the reason I was held up, Andy, Shay, that friend was snacking on some Scully's shroom and foo ramen. <laughs> no way! And they, 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 they had me wait a little bit <laughs> while, while they were snacking on it. Do I know this friend? You absolutely do. <laughs> oh, wow. So, you know, I thought it was just serendipitous enough to, to, to not go again. I wanted to go again and try their newest ramen, although I'm not even sure if it's ready yet. It's mm. a brisket mm. and ground beef ramen. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. not because uh. I would have 100% and gotten that. Jeremy was telling us about it, and the idea is that they're going to grind the beef so finely that it absorbs into the uh. broth. Or like, uh, not crazy. absorbs, yeah. disintegrates into the broth. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Whew. FOMO. Yeah, all sorts I mean, of it. As far as the shroom and foo robin goes, I, I love it. That the tofu, mm-hmm. I kept on wanting to call it the shroom. It's not. The tofu cubes are so, so good. The the normal texture of tofu that turns me off to it so all, gone entirely from these. Just nice and crispy on the outside with a good chew to the inside. Mm-hmm. Never has like that softer than butter like slice to it i i, I just really don't like that in tofu mm. uh, r- real good real good that's good to hear about because i've never tried any of their the, the tofu and now oh. and i was even looking at it especially considering the mushrooms and i really like mushrooms a lot um the tofu <laughs> would be really good in the wok bowl too mm. i gotta try it i gotta try it i'm FOMO really hard on those. What did you get? What kind of muff- uh, uh, what kind of ramen did you get? I I got the Chickwick ramen. Mm-hmm. Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. So it's really uh, thick chunks of chicken, uh, white breast chicken. I assume mm-hmm. I could be so wrong. I didn't want to assume. I don't want to make Laura so angry at me that she uh, <laughs> takes those big fists out and just pummels <laughs> me right there in the window. Laura's uh, got famously big fists. <laughs> 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 I'm so sorry, Laura. <laughs> I love you. Couple. Um, <laughs> I'm in love with you. Um, no, but yeah, the <laughs> seriously. Um, yeah, those I've never. I don't. I usually go for the pork, like I said, but uh, this time I got the chicken um, in the ramen bowl, and it was just great. I did mess up. I was telling um, Dandy, sorry, excuse me, Dandrew, uh, uh, earlier that I kind of messed up and did some cleaning and for and just like let the food sit. The broth was so hot. Mm. When we first got it, and I was so greedy that I just had to get it in there and start eating it. I wish I had taken a sip of the broth by itself. Big soup guy, big base guy. Um, but yeah, I messed up, so I'm really looking forward to <laughs> hitting it up one more time yeah. <laughs> this week. Um, I hear it's pretty good reheated. So on the I, oven. Tr- I, tr- I was unsuccess. I tried. I was unsuccessful. I, I, I messed it all. I messed it all <laughs> up. Something about their food retains heat. Mm-hmm. So um, I went with my current mistress, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. we we went grocery shopping afterwards, and then went to prehistoric brewing, which uh, which is a trip that you will hear about on our uh, what you eat an episode on Fridays for five dollars a month. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> and uh, got back uh, home and was putting the stuff in the fridge and still warm on mm-hmm. my hand as yeah. I was putting it in the fridge. Yep. How does that, it was like two hours later? Those containers. Yeah, that's wild Those containers are amazing. The food is great, but what I'm really impressed by are those containers. You you don't want to spill that broth on Mm -hmm. you. No. It's steaming. Ooh. 
you're going to really hurt yourself. Yeah. Now, if you want to really hurt yourself, though. I want that broth say go inside of me <laughs> so badly right now. <laughs> I wish I had a container of the broth with just a straw. Seriously. <laughs> I would I would just Seriously. sip it straight sip out it if like it was hot. Mexican villa sweet salsa. Uh, <laughs> don't they have it so you can get you can get a side of broth or am I am I mistaken on that? You probably can. And um, they also have the keto uh. bowl for those of you ha- who have tried it out, um, keto in general. That was a really big thing for me to see on there. So when I start doing it again one day. Um, <laughs> it looked like you could do anything ends. keto yeah. on the menu. Yeah. Famously, I, I am keto. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, anything you've heard today, uh, if you're thinking about trying out keto, just try something I tried. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All keto. Evergreen podcast. But just in this case, we'll make an exception. Dan did declare his for New Year, his New Year's resolution uh-huh. with our uh, Hong Kong interview with Kenny DeForest. Wow. Uh, what an episode. That Dan is keto. This mm-hmm. year he went keto. Yeah, I'm fully so. keto. So. <laughs> I can smell the keto coming off you. Oh, wait, guys. There's, I think, I think I'm think i slipping into ketosis right now. <laughs> <laughs> Don't joke. Ketosis is real. He's glowing. <laughs> <laughs> There's one more thing left to talk about. There sure colors. is. Uh, the thing that's been there in one form or another since the very beginning. Mm-hmm. It's not the only thing that keeps me coming back, but it's the main thing that keeps me coming back. It's the kimchi fries. Wow. I don't even know where to start with these. Partially because we already talked about them 100 sure episodes did. ago, and uh, it was pretty much a perfect description. We I talked got, about I them 100 episodes ago. We also <laughs> talked about them at our live episode uh, at Bookmarks uh, whenever we yep. inducted them into the Pantheon. But, I, you know, this was our first time trying the kimchi fries at Scully's Ramen. Yeah. We, of I mean, course, have had them at... Scully's food truck. Right. Different different places, technically. That restaurant doesn't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. It's gone and buried. Yeah, I mean, I can't imagine they might... They probably won't use that truck for events or anything ever. No, no, yeah. definitely not. And I think with the restaurant should also probably be buried the Pantheon trophy. We do buy <laughs> elaborate trophies uh-huh. for we, any we Pantheon winner. Yeah, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we buy. We, we spin big on them. We don't touch... The any of the Tower Club money for that, and that's straight out of Andy's own <laughs> So, Andy, I you know I don't I don't know what order to do this in. I th- I think that these kimchi fries might just be special enough to to be put back in the pantheon to be reinducted. Mm-hmm. Is this our first reinduction? Whoa, it is, but. Do you have anything to say about the kimchi fries? I have so much to say about them. <laughs> if it's all right, I'd... Do you prepare a little quick? I'd, I'd kind of like to tell a story first. Okay, go ahead. And, uh, well, go ahead. Let's hit the music. Yeah. yeah. Um, just some light piano, maybe. What a good idea. Uh, <laughs> strings. I. This is going to seem weird, because it's not... It's not necessarily Scully's kimchi fries related, but if you guys don't mind, I'd like to tell you a story. Okay. We already established that that's fine. Wait, wait, wait. Are th- yes, go ahead. I'm giving the <laughs> listeners time to pause it if they're not all right with the story. And you'll, of course, put in a timestamp mm-hmm. for when they can yeah. skip to, to skip my story. Uh, but this is just a warning. Story coming up. So, so when I was there, I, I ran into uh, two two women who had been guests on the podcast before. 
Wild. Eddie and Claire were both there on soft opening night uh-huh. as well. It was pretty fun to run into them. <laughs> I said, hey, have a nice dinner. So, <laughs> Through his mask, his three layered layers of masks. I will confess that I, I at that point, did not have one on. Oh, because you're outside. Yeah. Oh, you're outside. You weren't sipping the ramen through the, through oh, the I just, mask there? No, I figured out, you know, with liquid, you can just, if you suck <laughs> hard enough through the mask, <laughs> yeah. you can suck the <laughs> broth right I, through. I, I wear a mask, dip a fresh mask in the liquid, <laughs> and then switch them so that you can just kind of suckle the, yeah. the broth out of the mask. And if there's one thing people know about me and say about me often, it's that I suck. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what, did I interrupt you? <laughs> No, no, it's okay. Because uh, there was one thing I forgot. Um, I actually got some help on 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 this. I was I've been planning this story for a while, and uh, I got some help for some of the parts. Just whenever, the, you know, I got some help from a former guest. Okay. So there's this grand ship in the ocean, pristine, white, wide ship. You know, one of those wide ships. Uh huh. The ship and its crew, they're approaching their port. It's a sea term. (laughs) Pert near one knot from the port, a storm hit. A massive one. The captain of the ship, he's up there. Captive or captain? Captain. Okay. Captain. No captives on this ship. The captain of the ship... He's at the, the wheel there, the, the captain's wheel. Another <laughs> boat term. He's spinning the wheel. He sees this coming up, and he yells. And this is, I, I've got some recordings, so you can, you can just lay this one in here oh, first. Yeah, I got, this is not going to be a tough got, one to edit already. No, I got, I got past guest uh, Cockney Charlie to read some oh. of these parts. <laughs> so uh, um, he's going to be doing the voice of the captain. And, and just, just for the story's sake, we'll call the captain Captain French Fries. <laughs> So he <laughs> spots this choppy water and yells, White squall, then, isn't it? <laughs> you know, white squall, that's like a big sea storm. <laughs> and then he, he turns to the first mate, orders him starboard. That's to the right. Orders the first mate starboard to hold on to the mast, the first mate, or just the mate, as they say on boats. We'll call her, I don't know, Kimchi. She runs Starbird to the right or some shit like that. Shouts out for second mate. Second mate, queso fresco cheese. <laughs> he comes up from below deck notice there is, and notices they're nearing the port. It's where ships dock. <laughs> and he yells, They don't dock at docks. No, I'm pretty sure it's a port. <laughs> you clearly don't know much about ships, do you? <laughs> Isn't a port a city with a, with docks? <laughs> I, I, hey, listen, I, I'm just reading the story. Okay. Second mate, he yells, We're nearing the port! <laughs> As he grabs one of the big sails and pulling it to and fro, you know, ship stuff. Third mate, it's yum yum sauce. <laughs> He's yelling, hold her down! Hold, keep her together! <laughs> and then, just as they're about to fall apart, and everybody's scrambling, 
Storm's raging harder than ever. The cabin boy comes up from below deck. The deck's the standing part of the ship. And the cabin boy says, Is everyone okay? <laughs> Storm's still going like crazy. Little tiny Tim fellow comes up. Is everything okay up here? Captain French fries, beaten, <laughs> battered, and cornstarch. <laughs> Crawls to the boy, wet, and asks, what? What's your name, little boy? And the little boy, the cabin boy, whispers, My name is Green Onions. <laughs> and then a ray of sunshine emerges from the clouds. The storm was over. They'd made it safely to port. Now, what if I told you the people on the boat weren't actually people, but they represented the components of Scully's kimchi fries? <laughs> wow, I'd be so shocked. And what if I told you the boat wasn't actually a boat, but a full styrofoam container of Scully's kimchi fries? <laughs> and what if I told you there was no storm at all, and that I was actually just eating kimchi fries in the shower? <laughs> <laughs> Would that make the story any less meaningful? <laughs> no. I guess not. You've been watching Life of Pie? Incredible. I've been watching Life of Fries, baby. <laughs> <laughs> wow. When? Did you know I would ask? <laughs> Soon we get to it eventually. <laughs> Dan said, I've got a segment today. I've got a thing today. I think it's going to be long. <laughs> We've proven that true. <laughs> oh my gosh, there's so much more. Too. No, that, that was it. So that, 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 that's the whole tale. That's the whole tale of, of the, the life well, of Christ. With all wow. that behind us now, I'm sorry the theme went for that long. Uh -huh. but Tears in my eyes. Maybe I'll go through and put some like storm effects instead. Oh, please. Yeah. yeah. Scully's kimchi fries. Riveting. Welcome, Scully's ramen kimchi fries. Yes. Welcome for the first time. Wow. Into the spring food mo, spring field mo, perfect, perfect dish, dish pantheon. something to do the perfect fish pantheon at some point Someday, if i ever try one <laughs> listen dan I, I don't i don't go to scully's to eat anymore mm -hmm. i go to scully's to worship <laughs> and that's why today we're gonna ask from zero to five how many round tree noodle churches wow would you award to scully's ramen shay rainy you are our esteemed guest this lovely Sunday afternoon. Wow. Four-time, all-time guest, fan favorite, Shay Rainey. Dan favorite, Andy favorite, <laughs> also. Pew, pew, pew. Um. Zero to five. Can I just tell you, I, I just got home from my uh, uh, celebration Daddy with Dan. my little niece, 
Uh, you know, dad, who cares? <laughs> but my, my little baby niece was there, and apparently she's learned to do finger guns and shoot them in the air and go pew, 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 pew. <laughs> it's like 14 months I'm, old. I'm glad to know you're 14. Uh, teen month old uh, niece and me have the same mental capacity. <laughs> <laughs> that is <laughs> exactly thought, what I expected. <laughs> I thought the tag there was going to be, and in related news, I'm now dead. <laughs> Cute. She shot me down. Sorry, Shay, please. No, please always interrupt me for that. Um, five. <laughs> five Roundtree Noodle Churches. Five. Wow. From esteemed four time guest, Shay Ring. Everything. Wow. Everything. And coming from me. It's a pretty big deal. <laughs> Five, congratulations. Uh, gonna have to clip that out and do something with it. It's a pretty big deal. Dan Howell, esteemed 102nd time host of Spring wow. Food Mo, America's number one podcast by restaurants in Springfield, Missouri. Out of zero to five mm. Roundtree noodle churches, mm. how many would you award to Scully's Ramen? Well, Andy, open now. I, you know, it's it it, it kind of warms my heart because uh, this is like the first kind of diploma anybody there is gonna have ever gotten. <laughs> <laughs> we should just roast all the people who work at the restaurants from now on. I, I'm so truly sorry, uh, Andy. Much like Jake Sully, who left earth for the promise of sweet unobtainium on the floral planet of Pandora. Scully's is out of this world. <laughs> and you know what I say? I say forget about Sully Sullenberger. I want Scully's Sullenberger <laughs> to crash land safety and we're keeping it in to crash land safely into my mouth. Miracle on the Hudson more like miracle on my buds, son. <laughs> Taste buds, that is. Those are both quips that I wrote for the original Scully's episode a hundred weeks ago. I'd say they still hold up today. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to give both of those quips five out of five. I'm going to add a new <laughs> one and say that anytime that my girlfriend goes to Scully's, I say, babe. If you're getting Scully's, make sure to send nudes. Buddy, I hate to tell you, that joke's been in Table Talk, <laughs> written by Miss Claire Porter. She wrote, she wrote that joke. All right, Claire. <laughs> if you want to throw down and fight over who has claim to that joke, the person who made it first or the person who made it the loudest here on the podcast, me. Feel free. Stop by the podcast sometime. We'd truly love to have you back on. Uh, yeah, five out of five, Andy. Five out of five for that that third quip, that is. And then five out of five for Scully's Ramen. I, I, I love them so much. It's no surprise. We're, we're big yeah. Scully's shills. You know, there's always room for improvement. That's why I'm going to give this place a three. <laughs> yep. Two start. Yep. Sacrilege. Two room for improvement. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a five. Yeah. It's the, it's the easiest five. five I've ever given. Amen. I think this might be my favorite restaurant in town now. Whoa, really? I mean, it's this or Ramatai, and I don't find myself going to Ramatai that often anymore. Wow. So, <sighs> yeah, this place rules. Amen. It's so good. I'm so happy we have it here. It's so awesome. Yeah, and I, I really can't say enough how 
exciting it is that they have this storefront now mm-hmm. and like just seeing them from the start of their food truck to where they are now is uh it's seeing a supernova uh, and they're all so hot and they're oh my god so i i know i said the bad stuff about everybody earlier being dummies <laughs> but truly some of the Baddest babes in town up there, dripping, men and women, dripping alike. with garlic, oh. Thai <laughs> sauce, spices, oh. dripping. Tri- I, Jeremy is one of the most sauced up people I know. So sauced up. It's like a greased piglet. You couldn't <laughs> catch the boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm so, so sorry, tasty. Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I truly love you. I I, you, I I consider you a friend. Oh, my God. And I okay. hope you do the same. Fives all around uh-huh. for Scully's. What a great place. What a privilege to have it here. Wow. Yeah. And Andy, so, something feels weird about having Shay on the show. I feel like we normally do something whenever Shay's on the show. Oh, yeah. Something that means we're probably less than halfway through, even mm-hmm. though it's an hour long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. What could happen? It's playlist playlist day. It's playlist day. And Andy, if you don't mind, I think for now on, Shay, you're, of course, our all-time guest for the playlist episodes. Mm-hmm. You've been on all of them, but the first one, that Number was just one. me and Andy, and it sucked. What? And <laughs> <laughs> the, the point is, you're, you're our playlist guest. So I'm, I'm proposing right now that for, for today and here on out, whenever we have the playlist segment here, we enter what I call Shay's Lounge. <laughs> oh my God. I am honored. Uh, I'm honored. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Shay's Lounge. It, of course, is summer 2020, which means it's time for the Spring Food Mo Summer 2020 Cookout Playlist. Mm-hmm. Well, if we remember last time was our quarantine cookout <laughs> uh, playlist. This will be our... Uh, Fake respite playlist. <laughs> We're allowed to go outside, but we shouldn't. Yeah, our pre-next quarantine playlist. Yeah. Basically, I'm afraid the the winter playlist might be another oh. quarantine so playlist. Ooh, I listened back to our first episode, Dan, after you said it was bad, and I actually didn't think it was that bad. Oh, really? I um was so happy back then. <laughs> um. It was really weird to listen to how different my disposition and just general attitude was. Just thinking smooth sailing from here on out. <laughs> I genuinely thought that like had a future plan. <laughs> Everything was good. And um, that's kind of a good way to segue into like my approach for picking songs. But this one was way different than it was back in the Thai Express episode because I was going through some stuff. <laughs> yeah, uh, We all were. We, I, I think we really all were. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Were. You, you specifically. I really was having a bit of a rough time. And, you know, it's not that I'm doing... Uh, my future is still totally uncertain in cer- certain parts of my life that weren't uh, when the show started, but feeling feeling a lot better generally. And also, I didn't take any notes this time, so I don't have any long monologues. I also didn't take any notes this um, time. The first song, which I, 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 I didn't tell you this, but I was like, I'm pretty sure this song needs to be first. No, that's um, fine. I, I sent it to you for resequencing because I... Uh, I, I simply couldn't get a grasp on sure. this one to, yep. to sequence it. Uh, when I was picking songs for this, I was going for like a summer sounding song. And I also wanted like a little tinge of anger. So that pretty much captures like a lot of what I've been feeling this summer. Really? Um, Whenever I listen to yours, Andy, 
I found it pretty happy. Huh. Actually, I, I listened to yours specifically and I thought to myself, is Andy dating a girl? Um, <laughs> honestly, Dan, I mean, that's not untrue, <laughs> but uh, was not a factor, did not figure in. Well, it's certainly like li- listening to e- all your other playlists that we've done for the show. I, I feel like this one's uh, a little sunshinier yeah, than, than the Yeah, well, others. that was the idea. Sure. Okay, so the first song um, that famous is a famous love song called Microphone Fiend, which is <laughs> Rage Against the Machine covering, covering Eric B. and Rakim. Yeah. I was a fiend before I became a teen. I melted microphones instead of cones of ice cream music orientated. So when hip-hop was originated, fitted like pieces of puzzle, complicated. So I grabbed the mic and try to say yes, y'all. And it, it rules. This is one of my favorite, favorite really recordings good. of all time. It's from the cover. Their Rage Against the Machine's last album was this cover covers record called uh, Renegades. Mm-hmm. This is the opening track from that. And um, this album exposed me to all these bands that went on to become some of my favorite bands. Like they cover the Stooges and they cover Bruce, MC5. Cover on yeah, there. so much good stuff. This song, I, I, I could rap every word along with it. Oh, I won't. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Will not do that, but uh, this is just a great summer tune for me. Some anger in it, too. I had never really listened to this song before you sent it on the playlist. It's really good. It's so good. It, it's really cool that they they don't do the entire song. Some of the lines from the Eric B. and Rakim version don't show up in the Rage Against the Machine mm. version. And then they take one one or two lines and turn it into a bridge in this song. Wow. When you go back and listen, like those lines are not repeated in the, the original version of the song. And so, like... They just isolated them and used them for a different purpose. And it, it rules. This song it's is so re- awesome. It's really good. Yeah. yeah. So that's me. Up next, we've got my first song. Kind of the theme I was going for with the playlist was Trunk Rattlers. <laughs> These are all songs that during the summer I play very loud. Um, I would suggest uh, if you're checking out our Spotify page or listening right now, Stop whatever you're doing and go out to your car. Turn turn the subwoofers up nice and loud. Uh, if you're listening to it on your phone, you probably can't even hear the bass on this song. It's Bus Ride by K. Trinata mm. featuring Kareem Riggins and River Tiber. And uh, I, I just really love this song. I always like featuring a little bit of instrumental music. But this one just has bass that is so low that it, like, it can barely be heard unless you really turn it up. And... Uh, I also just love Kareem Riggins. Uh, he's a drummer, uh, pretty popular, probably has showed up on some of your favorite hip-hop recordings or soul and R&B recordings. And uh, as you'll hear, his drumming on this is just fantastic and soulful and funky. And at the end, it gets really wild. And uh, it's, it, you know, it's just a short little instrumental cut. I like it. I selected uh, Everyday People to start out my portion of... Never uh, heard of it. <laughs> I know, right? Sometimes I'm right, and I can be wrong. My own beliefs are in my song. The picture, the 
Every time I'm at the Moxie and we got the door open because it's too hot from all the popcorn making, I'll put on Sly and the Family Stone and just jam out. And everyone just, it seems like you're at a block party. You put on Sly and the Family Stone, you're automatically transported to a block party. Did, did you go for any specific theme with your playlist? Um, you know what? I really wanted to. Like, I am all about those themes. I used to make the mixed CDs of the themes. But uh, honestly, it was kind of half and half. Some of them are pretty summer themed. And the other ones just made me feel good. And just made me feel good. Think about Beyond the Sun. Nice. I really, I love Sly and the Family Stone on the Woodstock documentary. Maybe nice. the best part of the documentary. Yeah. So, so, so good. My next track is called Heart by uh, this sort of electronic-ish group called... Sporto Contes. I don't have much of a story with this. Current mistress was playing in the car. I was like, what is this? It's really good. She says, it's one of my favorite bands. And then I listened to the song a bunch and liked it. And that's why it's here. Oh, wow. I had also never, yeah. ever heard this song. Isn't it yes. good? Yeah, it's fantastic. It's, it's got real. some aggression to it. I, I don't know if it does. Does it? Sure it does. I, it really drives forward. You're talking about all this aggression. I'll just This, this is, just sounds like a nice, poppy little... Well, that bass is slapping, though. Yeah, that's just kind of like, what I mean. Yeah. And that's, the bass is slapping. It's slapping. Yeah, yeah. you're wrong. The bass is slapping. You're wrong, The yeah. bass is slapping. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Up next, speaking of slapping bass, Cocoa Butter Kisses by Chance the Rapper featuring Vic Mensa and Twista. Mm. God, I love this song. Cigarettes on cigarettes, my mama think I stink. I got burrows in my hoodies, all my homies think it's neck. I miss my cocoa butter kisses. This is just like one of my favorite rap songs of all time. Very few songs remind me of Summer more. Uh, I used to listen to this song the summer it came out whenever I was living with my good friend Josh, who I usually end up mentioning on the summer playlist because at least one of the songs typically brings me back there. And I used to get on my blue electric scooter and ride through southern hills and listen to this song i can do both of the first two verses uh missing a couple words on the twister <laughs> verse because uh, twister really goes off but uh d I, chance the rapper not even a artist i listen to a whole lot anymore not someone whose like current output i really love and probably his past output i looked back on it less fond than i did whenever it was coming out but this song particularly i think is like one of the best rap songs of the decade and just so good and about uh this childhood nostalgia and missing that talks about just all of that and now it has this nostalgic feeling for me with that summer and uh i i, I miss josh's cocoa butter kisses <laughs> oh, this this song came out when I was living in Portland and I got into it after I'd sold my car and I was riding public transit a lot. And I think it, it was summertime by that point. So I have this very specific memory of just like look, like sitting, you know, in the train and watching everything go by, mm. just seeing the city, knowing I was going to move back home. And uh, well, I have very specific feelings about this song and this album too. It's so good. It was an easy choice. And it just another one that you want to turn up. Like the, the bass on it is just, whew, it's knocking. Not the first time this song has showed up on the show. Oh, really? Oh, wow. I knew it, and I was like, uh, when I was thinking of the summer playlist, I'm just like, I'm definitely going to pick some really obvious mm. stuff. 
This one shouldn't have been like I used to hear this song a lot when I was younger. I didn't mm-hmm. give a care. Didn't give a care. At a small uh, but very impactful uh, Brett Easton Ellis face. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Everybody does it. Everybody does it. <laughs> I, I still can't stop. Uh, but uh, yeah, I kind of listened to the lyrics as I was singing them for karaoke one time, and I was like, wow, this song. And you know what? Paired with the music video, it's great. But um, it's really sad and beautiful. Kind of yeah. dark, weirdly. Yeah, it's, it like, is. It really is. For as is. bright as the chorus is. Yeah, it's got a little more, that time period that it came out, it's got a little bit more depth and mm-hmm. texture to it than it appears. So Now, Andy, you prefer the newfound glory I cover. Or is it the it. Teenage Atari Riot? I Atari think it's the Ataris. Ataris. Yeah. yeah, the Ataris. That's the one I did <laughs> at karaoke last time. I was oh. like, oh, wow, they don't have that, but they had the Ataris version, and it still works. It's a black flag sticker, famously, <laughs> on the Cadillac, rather oh. than a, a deadhead Ugh. sticker. <laughs> That's wow. funny. Wow. That makes no sense. <laughs> a black flag sticker on a Cadillac. <laughs> <laughs> We used this song as our intro music at our first mm-hmm. live show. Oh, yeah. wow. <laughs> Arts it, Fest 2019, yep. I Y'all know what's up. It was up. the summer, and we were the boys. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this song is Crash by the band Against Me from their most recent album, Shapeshift with Me. saw this band together. Uh, sure did. And we talked about seeing this band together. We sure did. On the first Scully's episode. Mm-hmm. Wow. And um, I think on the last Tower Club episode. No, no kidding. That's wow. right. <laughs> Hear us repeat ourselves, folks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're uh, friends. I just <laughs> love this song. It's got a real summer vibe to it. It really reminds me of the second Third Eye Blind album, like the sound of it. Mm. And just, I almost picked Graduate for this list. Oh, that's Didn't a great I was one. very close. Uh-huh. I that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> This is a band that can be very serious, and I kind of like it when serious bands kind of loosen up and do a, just, a song that's just fun. You know, I, I think, I'm pretty sure this song is about hooking up with an ex, but I, I, I don't really know. Hmm. It's real <laughs> good. It happens during yeah. the summertime for people. It does. Yeah, it's a summer thing. Huh? Really? Huh? Summer fling. Really? Summer thing, <laughs> summer fling. <laughs> Up next, another song you want to turn up real loud. It's Jim and I by the Alabama Shakes. Uh, I think my favorite Alabama Shakes song, uh, obviously a very nice summer band. You throw on either of their records uh, during any nice summer day and it's going to fit just fine. But this is more of a summer night song. You know what I'm saying? Mosquitoes? <laughs> yes. Get your blood sucked. Mosquitoes biting you. <laughs> um, this song has just such an awesome pace to it. The uh, rhythm section throughout the verses is almost the only thing present aside from just a little bit of organ and then Brittany Howard's voice just like soaked in reverb and just so beautiful uh, talking about like 
intergalactic love and it, it's su- such a just really sparse song and uh i i don't know how this will all come edited together hopefully the listeners get to hear the end of the song because i love i love the guitar solo that closes it out uh we could just say just like last time tower club member is going to get oh, the full yes. playlist that's file, right yep uh laid, laid out sequenced mm-hmm. it'll be cool it's gonna sound really good the end of the, it this song ends with uh this guitar just sent into overdrive playing this continuous note for like 50 seconds straight and uh, there's another guitar with it playing one octave above which i think if you're in a band with more than one guitar is the coolest thing that you can do i almost made a playlist entirely of just songs where that happens uh, I love it so much and there's just after they hold this note out for like a minute they bend it and it it's one of those like goosebumps inducing moments in a song that gets me every time and just like gives me chills on the mm-hmm. back of my neck it's so, so cool regular R.L. Stein. yes yeah <laughs> it brings me to Fear Street <laughs> <laughs> listen to uh, Are You There Pod okay my uh, next selection was uh, Fear Sleep by The Strokes nostalgia pick um this was one of those albums i I don't remember when it came out but i remember actually starting to get into it during the summertime out of that album which is kind of half and half for me this song never ever gets Mm -hmm. old i think i was actually like when i was getting back to this album i had been watching uh science of sleep on repeat over and over and over again and really relating to having weird dreams all the time and just absorbed in this but yeah this song is still incredible and one of their standouts of their entire career i think if if anyone dives back into the strokes at any point any of their earlier releases that aren't is this it and rim on fire this was one of the best Mm. ones in my opinion because I came to the Strokes uh, teensy decade too late <laughs> and uh, had already heard that the album's past Room on Fire are not up to snuff. I had never, ever heard Dude. this song, and it's so, so good. There's oh, like, my God. There's at least three great songs in every Strokes album. Usually yeah. it's more like five or six. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah. I was listening to the new album, and still I was like, this is still good. And you know what? And another thing that kind of put this back on the radio for me, they performed at the Bernie Sanders rally. Oh. Um, Notorious, they hadn't performed together in some years. And it was confirmed for me how great the song was because they picked it as one of the songs mm-hmm. they would play. Man. I was like, yeah. what, what a song. It's like Julian thought so too. The whole crew did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was right. My next pick is also about sleeping. It's by this band called Big Joni. They're a UK punk band. <laughs> relatively new fan but it's pretty into this album this song is a bit of an outlier it doesn't sound like the rest of their stuff it's got sort of this uh joy division or a hmm. eurythmics vibe to it yeah. kind of 80s almost industrial yeah totally Boom. and the rest of the album is not like that it's hmm. a little bit scrappier like a little bit more punk but yeah, it's just a cool song that's it, all i got I to like say it. about it, it. Is, i just <laughs> liked it i put it in my own collection and i i really i should do that to many of these actually you this better is great. do it to all my songs <laughs> about to. 
My next one, that uh, my last song, Jim and I, was six minutes long. This one's, I think, seven minutes and 14 seconds. Still not the longest song I picked for the playlist. This song is called Henrietta, Our Hero by Kamasi Washington. If you're a long-time listener, you probably already know I'm a big Kamasi Washington fan, big jazz fan. Uh, I just This is like one of my favorite summer songs. This is a, another song that you just crank up really loud in the car. It's nice and like breezy and airy at parts, but then just like super grand and bombastic at other parts. And it's just about Kamasi Washington's grandma. It's just about Beautiful. how much he loves his grandma and the same like intense instrumentation that he like reserves for like the story of like a samurai battle or like huge social change he also uses for this song about his grandma and like it, it there's no solos on the song but Kamasi it's a great solo and then towards the end as with most of Kamasi's songs it just culminates in this crazy uh, two drummers going off and just uh, an incredible display of just jazz power and uh i just find it really sweet i don't even know why i don't i all my grandparents passed before i was born i don't i don't know none of them but something about this song just like really hits me i love it love the song oh i love this song so much shay i just love <laughs> hearing you come because every time that intro comes in everyone's just like that's the jam. Mm -hmm. That's the jam. Yeah, and I was afraid someone else might pick this. Not too afraid because it would so weirdly obvious. But yeah, this is the jam. What are you going to do? I spent years putting this on the mix CDs. Like, it just didn't miss a mix CD. I couldn't help it. Always at the very beginning. Mm -hmm. I think this is, uh, what is, uh, Slanted and Enchanted, their yeah. first album. This is yeah. Summer Babe, Winter Version. Winter by... Version. <laughs> Pavement. By, by I, I just don't think we ever actually said the name of the song <laughs> oh, or the sorry. band. Yeah. Okay. Oh, thank you. <laughs> we were just smelling it and tasting it. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, you guys know. You guys can feel it. <laughs> Um, yeah, I remember picking the CD up at a gold, uh, I don't like a gold a pawn shop, like Ooh, a gold whoa. gold pawn, something like that. Who would sell this? I know, I exactly. I think I got it for two dollars. I got it based on the cover alone. I didn't know anything about the about pavement, and wow, this uh, whole album rocked my uh -huh. world for about two good years. Yeah, maybe Shout some out. big like construction worker got it. <laughs> it was wow. just a, it was a regular old Joe okay. like one of us. Uh, we've all been there. Had to sell some of our children to uh, some of the things that fed our souls to eat some actual dinner. No, I just mean he was like, oh, I, li I like pavement. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you go to their reunion tour ten years ago at all? No, absolutely no? not. I don't even think I would deserve well, to be there. They were the they were gonna play two more shows this year, and I was hoping they'd do it again. But wow, I went and it was awesome. I you bet. need to go. I if would, they do it again. I would absolutely love it. They don't miss. You can't miss with them. Um, I, I told this story on Twitter recently, but I went to see Stephen Malcolm as the singer for this band, for people listening, play a solo show with a band. And um, he got very drunk during the show. 
and um, played about two minutes of Led Zeppelin's The Ocean <laughs> at the end, and the band didn't know it, and then they just cut it off halfway through and walked off stage. <laughs> uh, was this locally? <laughs> this was uh, at the uh, Blue Note in Columbia. Oh, Blue yeah. Note in Columbia. Good times uh-huh. there. Good times there. Is is Pavement the one with Lou Barlow in it? Or is no, that Dinosaur no. Jr.? I get Dinosaur Jr. and Pavement well, mixed Lou up. Lou Barlow's Dinosaur Jr. and... Uh, Sebado, yeah, yeah of course. That, Sebado, yeah, that's why. Which that's I just I saw. Thinking. Which we yeah. just saw. They were amazing. They Shane were super and I saw good. Together. Did. Yes, good. Nobody has just seen anything at this <laughs> no, point. No, <laughs> just, no one has recently been to a concert. One year ago, saw, saw them. <laughs> oh, I'm next. Oh, this song rules too. This yes. is a, if you can't do it good, do it hard by Against All Logic, featuring Lydia Lunch. It's mostly an electronic song, just drives forward as hard as any song possibly can. It's pretty long. It's like, yeah, it's, it, no, it's not that long. It's yeah. four minutes long, and it really explodes at about two and a half minutes in. It's like the best running song. It's also like the best song to put on whenever you're just like trying to get stuff done in your house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't do it good Against do it hard. Against all logic, great getting stuff done oh, yeah. all together, yeah. Mm-hmm. These dead men are turning me on. <laughs> Sorry, that's a Beatles reference, not just a weird thing to say. I say it all the time, but hey, it's true. This is a this is great. Both. I can't wait. I can't wait to put this on my radar full time. Um, up next, uh, this song pretty much expired and inspired the uh, theme to my list of trunk rattlers of songs that demand to be played loud. It's "Farewell" by Boris, the Japanese metal band noise metal noise rock whatever you want to call them they make a lot of sound with uh their guitar and bass and drums just a three-piece band uh makes an astounding amount of sound the first time i ever heard this song i literally didn't realize you could do that with a song Mm. like uh here in just a few moments the listeners will hear uh it's it's got a long probably minute long intro to it that's very sparse and beautiful and ethereal and then it kicks in and it's a full body experience i really would recommend turning this up loud or if you already have your podcast loud and don't want to be blown out in your earbuds maybe turn it down a little bit uh but boy i just this song whips me into shape whenever I need it. I put it on in the car, and uh, it's just an assault of sound, but still beautiful. So it whips in the whip? It whips (laughs) in the whip. There you go. Goodness. We're going to have to sync that up exactly right so we can get that magic moment of all of us hearing it. (laughs) I love it. Um, this next one is by uh, Dean Blunt, and it's called 100. I'm down to meet you. Everybody says I'm wrong. Said I'm down to meet you, bro. Everybody says I'm wrong. Everybody 
Dean Blunt is a new artist for me, but not that new because I was totally aware of Hype Williams back in the mm. day, which wasn't that long ago. But I have him on my iPod that's stuck in 2007. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, if I plug it in, I'm afraid I'll lose all my music, so I just <laughs> left it alone. Um, but yeah, he started coming up on my newly uh, founded Spotify. I don't, I don't, I didn't have Spotify before. I was the only one without it. But he came up, and I spent the whole night looking at videos of mm -hmm. Hype Williams' performances, looking at Dean Blunt, his interviews. What an interesting artist. I can't wait to get in them. But this song is just super sweet and gorgeous, and I think it's not usually what all of his music sounds like, but I'm hoping that this uh, song kind of, when I hear it years from now, it'll remind me of this summer and trying to find something pretty and weird stuff that's going on. It's really good. Now, that would have been the end. Um, that's <laughs> sure 15 tracks. Uh -huh. Except that when I sent Dan my playlist, because Dan organizes these, thank uh -huh. you, Dan, we had the same song! The exact which, same one. It is improbable one. for that to happen. Yes, very... Uh, you know, I always try and pick songs just from artists that we haven't used before on any of these playlists, so I guess the pool and is narrowed down a it, little bit, but... it's. It's the most insane same song also, it I is. think. Like, it's I pretty was like, weird. This is like the least likely song that for anyone else to pick. Mm -hmm. This is like Tia and Tamara. Every time I'm here, I'm just like, this is, this is like Tia and Tamara's sister, sister. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about your two-way twister. <laughs> like, do, 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 you know, do you know the song already, Shay? Do you, have you already heard the story or no? I have. I know about the artist. Okay. And... I need to hear the song to connect the okay. pieces. Yeah, Shay claimed that she didn't know this song, but I think she does. Um, and if we're T and Tamara, does that, you, does that make you the smart guy? I am <laughs> literally not the smart guy. I'm Jack No, a. I think you're Taj. I think you're the smart... Well, I'm, Jack A is great, I'm too. Jackie. Sure, yeah, no, that's I'm fine. I'm Jack a. Okay. <laughs> I don't get any of this. <laughs> Nothing. Well, some listeners will find that very funny. <laughs> the song that Dan and I both... Put last mm -hmm. on our list. Yep, wanted it to close out the playlist. Thin Lizzy, Cowboy Song. this i i know both love this song that we went to a show and saw a band cover this song mm -hmm. together and we talked about we that band whose name we will not say yeah, because I it's disgusting almost featured the band on this playlist yeah. were it not for the fact that i would have to say their name initials dp uh-huh we Check saw them, them play the song and i did think about that as Ooh. i was uh, when i made this pick but as a little tribute to the hundred or the second episode of the mm -hmm. show but yeah. Still, it's insane that we both picked this song. It's this is just like quintessential summer song. It's like smooth, classic rock, sexy. It, it's it's everything. And he's talking about being a cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm glad a classic rock song made it onto this playlist because the whole time I was just like uh, vetoing classic rock songs <laughs> to put other songs on there. But that's just that's the jam. Yeah, Thin, Thin Lizzy rules. This song rules. Now. You put the live this live version. I, I, I prefer the, the live version. version. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so, so it uh -huh. was a little weird. I, I yeah, I definitely prefer the live and dangerous version. I was surprised you picked the studio version. Huh. 
I like it. What can I say? I, that whole album, Jailbreak, is fantastic awesome. from start to finish. Yeah. Like the best concept album of all time, even though the concept makes no sense and don't even really <laughs> stick with it. Yeah, probably so. Yeah, that's no, fantastic. Uh, oh my god, I just want to listen to the song. I don't even want to talk. Let's just have. Let's just be silent and listen to it. You know this? You recognize it yet, Shay? I really don't, but I totally, like, I know Thin Lizzy, so I'm putting a lot of stuff together right now. It's on the same album as Boys Are Back in Town. Yeah, I'm just, it's yeah. clicking. And another song that features two guitars playing the same part at <laughs> once and was originally, was a part of my original playlist of just that, that concept. <laughs> it's a great concept. That concludes the wow. uh, summer quarantine fake respite playlist. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> 2020. Uh, 2020. Hopefully... We won't have to do one for 2021 <laughs> or yeah. other years. Uh, we should do one for 1918. <laughs> yeah, I think we. I, I think I can dig up some 78s and uh, get jiggy with it. I mean, sorry, <laughs> what would they say then? No, uh, I think that's it. <laughs> I, I raise, that's raise your spirits to the skies. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. I guess that's the end of this episode mm. of Spring Fudimo. Shay Rainey, thank you so much for coming on. We thank should have you. talked about this earlier, but what's going on with the Moxie? Oh, Mo the Moxie has been uh, carrying on through all this, virtual screenings all the time, so many good ones. But uh, we have uh, preliminary uh, reopening plans uh, July 3rd for members, and then a soft opening uh, July 10th for everyone else. We'll be playing uh, John Lewis' uh, Good Trouble, the documentary, which I'm really mm. looking forward mm. to that. We'll also be playing Do the Right Thing, as most uh, independent theaters sure. are doing actually got to see do the right thing for the first time on the big screen mm. at the moxie really? it was gorgeous awesome. i was gorgeous um we'll also be showing um first cow and a24 Ooh, oh yeah. great yeah yeah that. really looking forward to all Sounds three like of a spring these food mode type feature <laughs> yeah absolutely and there's a lot of different things going on um for safety and protection because it's very hard but sometimes you you got to get out of the world that you're living in and transport yourself to another world and Movies are the thing that does that. Yeah. The cinema. The cinema. I like films. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of the arts, you're an artist. I do make it, some art. Is there any place that the listeners can like get a print from you? Any anything you're doing right now that the, the listeners can support your art, your incredible visual arts? Y'all are so incredible so, for supporting me all the time. Um, and everyone's incredible for supporting everyone right now. Um, I'm actually doing a small uh, fundraiser that has actually yielded quite a bit of uh, donations response where you go to my Instagram, SC Rainey, at SC Rainey. I don't even know how to say it. The handle. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think I'm you got old. it. Yeah, yeah, you got it. Um, R-A-I-N-E-Y. Thank you. Yes. That's the one. Um, and just send me a message and whatever donation that you want, like a dollar to whatever, just a dollar, and I will send you a print of mine. And everything that I have is going to various organizations. Um, and you'll get a receipt and you'll get a print and you're going to do good. So far, I've raised a thousand dollars. And when I say I've raised, everyone else right, has raised yeah. it for wow. me, which was incredible. Um, so thank you, everyone. Um, that really filled me with a whole bunch of joy and um, anxiety about shipping. And hopefully, <laughs> hopefully everyone will get their prints. Um, the prints are from the Flower Black Power 
series that I just had at the Springfield uh, Green County Library downtown. Um, so they're very uh, colorful and they've got some of the most uh, amazing icons, uh, revolutionaries, uh, in my opinion, on them. So Fantastic. Wow, that's incredible. And I, let me say, I have some of Shay's art hanging in my very home, in, <laughs> within my walls where I sleep and eat. And I, I love looking at it. It's, it's so beautiful. Get out there, support a local artist and uh, a good cause while you're at it. And, um, you know, after you've subscribed to the Tower Club episode, then you can also buy some of Shay's art. Yeah. You got to subscribe. You got to subscribe. We're all over. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> We're living large out here. Andy Shay and is I a subscriber. Thank you, Shay, yes. for subscribing yes, to so our much. show. Thank you for having me Thank in the you. champagne room. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we got to close the doors to Shay's Lounge. Mm-hmm. Yep. And and the doors to Shay's Lounge are, of course, <laughs> a, a beaded doorway. So that sounds... <laughs> they definitely there's going to be a little rattle that the listeners will hear. And then the podcast will cut off. Yeah, make it harder. <laughs> now I got to find a beaded door rattle sound effect. <laughs> Just use a rattle stick. Fine. Shut the door, Dan. <laughs> Reach over it and shut the door. Okay. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening to Spring Food Mo. We really appreciate it. If you'd like to hear two bonus episodes per month, join the Spring Food Mo Tower Club. Go to towerclub.springfoodpod.com. On one episode, we talk about whatever, and on the other, we review all the new restaurants in town. Joining the Tower Club is only $5 a month. Half of that helps us put on the podcast, and the other half is donated to Ozarks Food Harvest to help fight hunger in the Ozarks. So you're saying listeners can donate money to a good cause and get two more episodes of our dumb show? That's what I'm saying, Dan. $5 a month at towerclub.springfoodpod.com. Com. Cool. Thanks for the money. <laughs> Spring Food Media.